o'clock hour of Wolverine Town. It's gonna be alive right about now. Begins now. And it begins with a piece in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and on PackersNews.com by Tom Silverstein, who I believe Spoon is 10 years older than me, so he is 61. He's been covering the team. He predates Ron Wolf, Mike Holmgren, Brett Favre. He covered the Lindy and Fonte era. I think his first year on the beat was like 88. Mine was 96. So he's got a lot of institutional knowledge. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, and it, the first sentence of his column, Tausch, acknowledges it's always a little dangerous to read between the lines or between the tea leaves. But when it comes to the Aaron Rodgers situation, it is no longer necessary. Green Bay Packers general manager Brian Gutekunst wasn't saying out loud that the organization plans on pinning its future on 2020 first-round pick Jordan Love this season. But if you came away from his 35-minute meeting with local media at the Westin Hotel Tuesday thinking anything else, you weren't listening closely enough. That's how you felt in real time as we started the show yesterday. Yes, almost exactly how I felt. Gutekunst, who was here to evaluate college talent at the annual scouting combine, relied on his best Rodgers move in discussing where things stood between the quarterback and the organization. He masterfully offered just enough to pique the curiosity of his questioners, but not enough for them to definitively say he's ready to move on from Rodgers. But, newsflash, it's coming. Again, this is how you felt. End of an era. You could hear the audio clip on our social media channels. You could hear the entirety of the podcast on Wisconsin On Demand, presented by Group Offices. One call. That's all. Now that said, Spoon goes on to discuss the confidence that Goody articulates in Jordan Love. He talks about how, for the first time, Goody basically says all options are on the table. How he didn't come out and flat out say, we're keeping him, we want Aaron back, and we will do whatever it takes on our side to make sure he returns. We want him to lead us to the Super Bowl. That's what Spoon writes that he did not say. But, here's the part that piqued my interest, because it's what we have been talking about for, what would you say, about a week? A little more than that? The guard railed Aaron? The guardrails. Okay. Yeah. He didn't use guardrails. He also did not use the swinging pendulum of Wisconsin Dells and the pirate ship. I give Tom permission to use the Bolognese and Alfredo, though, if he wants. Of course, there's a reason Gutekunst has changed his tune since right after the season when he said the door was wide open for Rodgers to return. Rodgers requires as much maintenance as any player in the NFL, and the Packers are clearly exhausted from it. I would I would say that Spoon's exhausted of it, too. It's one thing to put up with it when he's winning MVPs and giving the impression that he's capable of taking the team to the Super Bowl. It's another when you go 8-9 and nine and now realize the quarterback was a big part of the problem. Rodgers lost special dispensation for being a pain in the butt 
after he abandoned the team and made it beg for him to return during the 2021 offseason. He furthered it when he demanded a contract he knew would cost the Packers salary cap dearly and would require him to appear for only three days of offseason workouts to earn his $50,000 bonus. Then he sealed it with a season in which he failed to throw for 300 yards in a single game and missed more open receivers than he had probably missed in the previous three seasons combined. At the same time, the Packers witnessed enormous growth from love. Goody talks extensively, and Spoon encapsulates it here, about all the nice things they said about love. But this is the part where the little little Jason the Hedger sneaks into the column, okay? Because, again, he leaves, he leaves the door open just like, and Tausch, correct me if I'm wrong, pendulum or not, Wisconsin Dells swinging pirate ship or not, the door is still not closed from him returning and playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, no matter for, how many line reading you do. Uh, for sure. It's definitely still open, and it's still, it's not even, I mean, it's closed a little bit, but there's still plenty of room for him to climb through if that's the agreement that both come to. But it just, for the first time yesterday, it did seem like that door started, pendulum, boat ship, whatever it is, started closing and closed rapidly. Like, whoop, and then there was a door stop, a kind of a door jam at about 30 or 25 or 30%. That hit, uh-huh. and now you're waiting to see, are they going to just let that door stop go and let the door slam and say, a deuce is 12? That's what we're going to find out. All right, last couple things I want to read from this so we can continue the conversation. I know people don't love reading on the radio as much as I do. Gutekunst is no dummy, and he's not going into talks with Rodgers with his guard down. Rodgers holds a lot of cards because of the ridiculously bad decision the Packers made last offseason to pay him $150 million guaranteed instead of trading him. Uh, Do you agree with that assessment, by the way? No, I do not. That's the part. That's where Spoon and I disagree. The contract could allow Rodgers to play hardball and tell the team he wants to return whether they want him to or not. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what leverage is. And, Correct. Yeah. He could veto any trades simply by threatening to retire if he plays anywhere but Green Bay. That's also leverage. If the Packers don't trade him and he doesn't retire, they're on the hook for his $58.3 million option bonus. Which is guaranteed. Yeah, well, Aaron will not make that. That will get worked through if he does stay. Correct. Uh, we all agree. Currently, it's spread equally over four years for cap purposes. Then it breaks down the various costs on the cap if they were to just release him. Either way, it requires the Packers, who are running out of contracts to tap into for salary cap relief, to start cutting talent to make everything work if he plays hardball. So if Rodgers doesn't want to play elsewhere, Gutekunst must lay it out for him. First, he's not going to keep allies Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis and possibly tight end Robert Tunyon. Next, he's going to expect Rodgers to attend the offseason workouts. These are sounding like guardrails to me. So he can help develop rookie receivers Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and Samari Toure, as well as a tight end or two taken in the draft. And finally... They'll want him to renegotiate his contract so the Packers can part ways after the 2023 season 
without going into salary cap purgatory. Now, some of those guardrails I agree with. But Aaron Rodgers himself has said, Tausch, that he will restructure his deal because he knows it's untenable. Yeah, he has to. If he's going to stay, he, does, he doesn't want to stay here if they're going to stink and right. they have to cut everybody because there's $60 million. That, That's the part. That is not going to be an issue. That's not the issue moving forward. The we're only keeping you one more year, Aaron is not going to be dictated to. You know that. Agreed. And if that is what Goody says, and again, now, because of Jordan Love, I do think he has to be mindful of that part of it. No doubt. Aaron Rodgers, if you go to him and say, listen, we're going to do this, and then you're gone, a la Tom Brady, I think he'd be open to that. I think he would, because then he can control it and not have to get compensation up. If they do a Tom Brady deal, the end of the New England era. So you'll be a free agent after the you 2023 are free. We're season. Gonna spread this out. You, we have to do it this way. We're going to take a cap hit, but Jordan Love's only going to be $20 million against the cap. We need to balance this, and then you are free as a bird? I think that's something Aaron Rodgers should get on board with if he decides that he thinks he can win here, which, again, you're not talking me off that ledge. I'll sit out right outside of East Washington right here with that banner <laughs> and say the best chance for Aaron Rodgers to win is Rachia. Rachia. So we come to the point where this conversation has to be had. Aaron Rodgers has basically set this up as a two pronged decision. God, I hope he does I hope he has a deal with Netflix. And this part gets televised. The meeting. The summit. And Goody has to go to the... Goody won't even do hard knocks. He's not going to agree to this. He has to. They have to work it out. Goody has to go in the cave with Rogers and Aubrey. What kind of lighting is there going to be there? You got to like a night light. Goody gets to bring a candle. He said he had a candle, and then he blew it out, and then he was in complete darkness. Yeah, Goody gets a candle. But in all seriousness, it would be fascinating. Just like I think reading between... I don't know who said that yesterday. Reading between the tea leaves. Uh, John Wesley. Uh, Oh, villain. You kind of know what happened in that exit interview. I don't know. I don't know what... First off, I don't know exact the Aaron Rodgers component to this. I feel fairly confident that he's going to play. And then it comes down to how much stuff do the Packers mandate or highly recommend he needs to do in order to be back and how much of that is going he is going to be receptive to. That's the part that would be I hope Omaha Productions and Peyton Manning find a way just like they did with Mahomes and Cousins to do that with Rodgers, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I just want to know when we think it's going to happen, because as you pointed out, next week. you said today's March 1st. When's the combine over? Uh, the combine ends Tuesday. No, uh, yeah, Monday or Tuesday. I think you're talking about a Thursday or Friday of next week. It's got to be. Uh, Goody said yesterday they would like a decision by the start of free agency, that is the 15th. The negotiating window opens up on the 13th. That is 12 days from now. Hey, what if Rogers just texts Goody? Because it doesn't seem like their lines of communication are quite as strong as they were. Just said, yeah, I'm back. So kind of like the Jordan yeah. facts. I'm back. 
with the guardrails. No, no, I'm back. See you in August. <laughs> uh, that would make things interesting. It would make for a very short Netflix series, but it would make things interesting if that's what he said. Um, let's take a break from this and play some trivia so I don't panic at the end of the show. Oh, snap! Now, again, kudos and much appreciation, a genuine thank you for your service to Big Cat, Josh DiMaggio, and Alex Strofe, who have gone through the entirety of the one-hour, 41-minute podcast with Aubrey Marcus. Jesse now has some clips from that, and we'll get to those a little bit later in the program. Jesse, um, what caller and what topic... Do we have today, given what we've been discussing so far on the program? Wisconsin sports beyond Aaron Rodgers. Wait, there aren't any. No, there are. A lot happening. The Bucks got 15 in a row. Got a lot going on. A lot going on in the state of Wisconsin sports. So we're going to ask about questions other than Aaron Rodgers. And let's do caller number Six in honor of the Marquette Golden Eagles being the sixth-ranked team in college basketball in the AP well, poll. And I certainly hope that that's not one of the trivia questions. Caller six right now, 844-770-3776, 844-770-3776. We will play trivia next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You are listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. bad about you get over it dave and shano yeah loyal fan of the show had never played before shano is spelled it should say shawano correct Mm -hmm. it's a weird deal indeed it's like a schwan's truck schwan's truck was always such a big deal growing up be out playing baseball or something out on the farm and the big old yellow schwan's truck comes rolling in and you just knew Ma, can we please get them ice cream sandwiches? Yep. Oh, they were good. No. But they didn't have a music uh, playing no on the top of the truck, right? because no, it was business. They also would throw you some chicken tenders. Sure. Although yeah. we only did uh, ice cream. We never got food from the Schwantz uh, truck. Uh, the chicken breast, very lean, very succulent. good. Big fan, yeah. If a chicken breast didn't succulent, I don't yeah. want it. It's, uh, you'd never know it was frozen. The Schwann's but it truck. Up in your house. That was really like grocery delivery well before it grocery was delivery yeah. was Uber a Eats before Uber Eats. Yeah. It was, uh, it was Sam's Club level amounts, though, <laughs> which is not when you're necessarily getting delivered. I got 32 chicken breasts that I got to put in the freezer now, along with my ice cream sandwiches. Well, anyway, is that still rolling? Yeah, I think they're still around. It's I have not placed rural. an order in a it's while. It's probably more rural than it is city, though, huh? I see the trucks in town. Um, anyway. You know what I'd like to do? I think we should <laughs> do a me. show from, from a Schwann's truck. truck. I'd like to go and deliver some Schwann's. <laughs> 
Well, you've worked, still, the, you've I, worked the drive-thru window at a Dunkin', so who, who I knows I still don't know because, to me, the ice cream sandwich, when you can get it that crispy on the edges, I, nobody else does that. I haven't seen a thickness to the out the layer of an ice cream sandwich outside of Schwantz. Has anybody? Is there a better ice cream sandwich than Schwantz? Also, I don't think it's Schwantz. I don't think that's it's Schwantz. You're a Schwantz. Austin on the text <laughs> line. Austin, that's my point. Yeah. Austin says the root beer float cup from Schwantz can't be beat. Well, you had those orange little pop-up deals too that were just money. Oh, push-ups. They're called push-ups. push-ups. Yeah, the push-ups. All right, so this all began with me saying, I'm disappointed that David Shano, for his first time, we we rushed through it. I would have rather had a veteran for trivia yesterday who was ready for such silliness. I bet Sparky, when he gets the Yule log going, he ain't afraid to get a little ice cream treat. Take care of Mrs. Uh, Sparky. Mrs. Okay, Whoa, could we really? please stop? Schwantz. Well, ask him. Time now for trivia. Oh, snap! Will the Intosh contestants are competing to win crispy, fresh, delicious snacks from Oh Snap Pickling Company. When not just any snack will do, experience Oh Snap Pickled Veggies. Oh, snap! Speak of the Yule Log, our contestant, let's welcome him in. It is our buddy, Sparky in Sussex. Spark, how are you, buddy? I'm good, guys. I knew that Schwantz conversation was going off the rails sometime. Uh, so did I. I tried to get out does. of it before it did. But we need guardrails for Aaron Rodgers and guardrails for Schwan's discussion. Uh, the category today, uh, Wisconsin sports beyond Aaron Rodgers. And beyond Wisbar. Wisbar. Question one. Goes All right, Tausch. Spark. Marquette clinched its first ever outright Big East regular season championship with a win last night on the road over which opponent? Is it Georgetown, Butler, or Big Linda Lewandowski and her Vanderbilt Commodores? That was Butler. One for one. Yeah, Big Linda's getting a lot of love this week. A lot of love for Big Linda. Well, we're big fans of Big Linda. All she's, right, question two. She's been everywhere. Star player at Iowa, grad transfer, now leading Vanderbilt. Question two, without a Big Linda reference. Perfect month for the just the fourth time in franchise history. The Bucks finished a month undefeated. Granted, it is the shortest month on the calendar. Those perfect months in franchise history are February 2023, March 1973, and which month in both 2018 and 2022? Was it October, May, or September? I believe that was October. How could you know that? Spark, how did you know that? Did they play in September for one? I had season tickets for 35 years. (laughs) And that was in October to remember. Am I right? Nice. 
Thanks. It was. All right. Spark Dog, let's go perfection today. The 10th seeded Wisconsin women's basketball team starts it run, its run in the Big Ten tournament, playing seven seed Purdue tomorrow at 5.30. In which city is the 2023 Big Ten women's basketball tournament taking place? Is it Columbus, Ohio, Indianapolis, Indiana, or Minneapolis, Minnesota? Oh, boy. It's strictly a guess. I'm going to go with Indy. I think that's the obvious, but I don't think it's right. Well, if you don't think it's right, why'd you pick it? It's a great city to host things. That's why. You should be right. Hey. I'd like to give Sparky a entry there because he should be right. But he's not. It's Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, Another great town. Yeah, Spark. We were out at the Waste Management Open. It sounds like you were. Were That's you really? Oh, what an event. Spark, I can't. Well, Sparky, I, were you grinding as much as Tausch was? Working, working hard. hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. My eyes were worn out by, were there an hour, and I couldn't see anymore. It's tough out there. Got to have your, got to make sure you're wearing shades. That place, that is such <laughs> you a. You got that right. That is such a great sporting event. From a viewer, like visiting standpoint, it's a it's not a cathedral, but it's kind of what's that where you're all encapsulated in there? It's like a coliseum of golf. I I'm trying to think of what event we want to do next. I don't know if we're going to find a better experience than the WM. I and I'm not. It's not just because they're a great partner. Legit loved that event. I, Spark, it was fantastic. We were out there on Friday. Weather was great. The Coors lights were flowing. It just was a beautiful event that I don't know if they can replicate it anywhere else. We were up, uh, up in the cold on on Saturday. It was amazing. Yeah, that's. Well, too, I'm that's, glad you guys enjoyed that's a your higher shows. rent district than what Old T was at. I don't know about the cove. That sounds very nice. Did you see Tausch when he was streaking? It was. <laughs> What's that, Tausch? He, he is what a day late. Water? You are a day late and a dollar short, Spark. Story of my life. Uh, Sparky, you got two out of three right. That means you got three of the possible four entries, which is better than Dave in Shawano, which looks like it should be pronounced Shawano. Good luck in the drawing on Friday. We appreciate your loyalty, buddy. Have a good day. Thanks. You guys, too. Dave in Shawano has texted in. Okay. He said, this is Dave and Shano. I will redeem myself at some point. <laughs> at least I had the opportunity. Okay. Dave got all three wrong, right? Yeah, he, he did. Was... And those questions weren't easy. No, but they he weren't. Should, he should have got at least one. And I think he felt rushed. And I agree with Jason. It it's a very a lot of difficult pressure to situation. Put yeah. Can someone explain to me why the Shawan's ice cream sandwich is so good, though? Um, uh I, I will I will get into that a little bit later. The pro I also have found a far superior, far 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 superior ice cream sandwich, and I say that than Schwantz. Yes, and I say that as a Schwantz lover. <laughs> yeah, I've always known you to be a Schwantz lover. <laughs> but we have to get to Uncle Homer, so we'll get to our. 
ice cream sandwich power rankings a little bit later. Uncle Homer slated to appear to talk Marquette basketball, Aaron Rodgers, and the Lord. That's all still ahead. Stick around. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. They get it into Lucas, and he's just going to dribble it out. You'll feel the buzzer. The buzzer says, Big East regular season champs. Marquette wins it 72-56. We are Marquette, or they are Marquette. But we're still happy for Marquette, even though we're not Marquette. I I don't like the fact that he said regular season. Just say, Marquette, Big East champs, baby. I don't want to critique Homer, but he critiques everybody else, so I figure, why not? Guess what? You can give him that piece of constructive oh, criticism baby. right now. He doesn't now. get his oh baby in there. Oh baby, Biggie's champs. What were they favored to be before the season started? Ninth. Like, where were they picked in the Just conference? Just like Wisconsin, ninth. And though Wisconsin's going to be fortunate to be ninth, and Marquette, oh baby, are the Big East champs. I know you can't tell because Tausch does such a great Homer oh baby. But joining us now, because he has not yet officially joined us for today, you hear him on Homer and Tony each weekday, 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. You just heard him, and you will continue to hear him on the Marquette Men's Basketball Radio Network. And although I think they're on hiatus briefly, you can also see him and Tom Pippins on God Talk, My Faith with Homer and Pip. And apparently... Someone who's worked last night on the call of the Big East Championship for your Marquette Golden Eagles, whose work is being critiqued by Tausch. It is Steve the Homer True. Homer, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. It's just wrong, but it's understandable that Wisconsin people have to make stuff up because they don't have a championship to understand the differences of championships. It's their this first, is a regular it's season Marquette's first championship in the Big East, so oh, no, no. get over I, I it. Mean, I'm, start by understanding national championships. You differentiate yeah, from You got one things. in 77, Never we got one in 41. Experience one. Yeah, fine. Well, we got you, one, you got one. I stand yeah. corrected. I, I stand corrected. I never give Abraham credit for his ability as a point guard. Um, but, yes, yeah, so you have one in 41, yes. Well, we you do. bring that up on a regular basis. Well, it's true. Um, but anyway, you would make a distinction there. No, they're regular season because there's the conference tournament champ that is separate, so there needs to be a distinction. There are more than one champions each year in the Big East. Therefore, you should distinguish them. That's also true in the Big Ten. No, it, it, well, you yeah, let it yeah, rip. They should, do it, they should do it the same in the Big Ten as well. But as I said, Marquette is a school that understands championships. Wisconsin, eh, they still struggle. Uh, the Big Ten champion of two of the last three years, Wisconsin Badgers, or the Marquette that won one, what, no three? Um, get, get over it. Like, come on. Like I said, again, they were not Big Ten champions. And as a matter of fact, they were you Big could Ten champions. People, no, they were Big Ten regular season champions. You would ask people if you knew and had enough championships to know the difference. Which would they rather win, the conference tournament championship or the regular season championship? Oh, give me the regular season. If there season. were no Duke difference North... between hey, the two, 
You would never have to ask no, 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 that no. question. You, you, I'll be glad to help you. Anybody can catch lightning in a bottle. Syracuse was garbage and made it, got into the tournament. Everybody that I know would rather win a Big Ten regular season championship, a 20-game slog, winning on the road, winning that championship outright over getting lightning in a bottle for three games. Get, come on, bro. Okay, which would you rather experience or which is more important? Which is which is more important and what would I rather have? I'd rather go through the slog and come out on top. Oh, give me a break. Well, I would. Come on. Again, you prove you don't understand no, what I don't like understand. to win a big championship. Oh, yeah. Now, everybody would, ra- as fans, you would much rather win the conference championship. Uh, postseason. However, if you're at a you small conference, yes. The more important thing to do is to win the regular season because the people that pick the NCAA tournament, which is ten times more important than anything, unless it's the Big Ten, and they will have a better ranking based no. on winning the conference regular season Not title true. Just... than you will a three-day event, which you are right. Okay. But in terms of the fan, fans go ten times crazier over winning a conference postseason tourney. Than a regular. I'm not season. interested. Well, they shouldn't. I'm not interested in the fans. I'm interested we, in this respect. I'm in, just hold up. Oh. I'm interested in what you said. What's a better accomplishment? Winning the regular. I'm complimenting Marquette. It is a great championship. They you won the Big East. Marquette by saying I didn't didn't announce it properly. You did, That's no, a weird way true. to compliment Marquette. Uh, listen, you sit up and critique everybody. That's your life. Yeah, you're wrong. And to critique I criticized it. I you. Because yeah, you were wrong. I am on the mark. You're on the Marquette Broadcasting Network. Correct. And you yes. should be sal- it's salutations everywhere. Marquette, oh baby, they just clinched their first Big East championship and blah blah blah. That's what I wanted to hear. Not oh regular uh, season championship. Yep. Like, come on, okay. Homer. All right. Sounds good. I thought you were dis- di- di- uh, disagreeing with the use of the word regular rather than just. Championship. Oh, but well. maybe I listened wrong. Hey, so Homer, before we move on to Aaron Rodgers and everything else, no, we will not. I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I want to give you the heads up until oh. something happens. You can ban me from the show. We will not talk about it on our show. It's over unless something happens. No discussion of Aaron Rodgers will exist from two to four. No, on nor on my segment with the two of you. If wow. that means you don't want me on, that's fine. What do you want to talk about? Whatever you want to talk about, it's not going to be about it. The importance of postseason conference tournaments. Whatever you get, your show. I'm just telling you. It doesn't you, seem you like it's our show. Seems like it's whatever. Homer, you're being very Rogers this year. Oh, I'm going to do this. Fine. I'm not going to show up for yeah, mini camps. I'm done. Tell something happens until he says he's playing, or the Packers say whatever. But any discussion about someone said this about it or that about it. So, okay. Uh, I will not. Have any comment that right. Aaron Rodgers has been banned from my participation Fair. on our show mm-hmm. or any show? So what? And if that means they don't get to come on your great show, okay, that's the way it goes. So Homer, gotta make I said something yesterday. I felt not Aaron Rodgers. I felt like it was the end of an era, the end of a certain quarterback as the quarterback for Green Bay. I'm not going to mention any names because I know you don't want to talk about that. Do you think I'm crazy to feel that after what I heard? from a certain general manager of a certain NFL football team in the state of Wisconsin? No no position by anyone about this is crazy. I mean, I've, I've said before, and I think it's very easy, that, that Goody's open to anything, and when uh, he's ready to move on, if Rogers doesn't want to play, then whatever. 
I think, uh, and so, however, that if you heard it that way, that's fine. I think if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, he's playing with the Packers. So that's the most important thing. They're not going to trade him if he wants to come back and play in Green Bay. He's going to play here. The idea that you had of a new contract where he's a free agent after this year is brilliant. That's what should be the deal so that they can get him to do whatever he wants. And then this is the last year, and then, uh, and then Jordan Love starts next year. It's a great idea. I I don't want to be that guy because your insights are always appreciated on this show, even if your calls of regular season Big East championships are not. Right? Did your band just last less than thirty seconds? Is that what just occurred there? No. <laughs> Did you I violate it almost immediately? On, no. no. I I felt like it's unfair to make this announcement when I'm on the air since I didn't tell you before my appearance. I said, okay, I'll finish this time. It would be kind of rude to announce that now and not have given you a heads up because if mm, I'd given you a heads up, you fair. could have decided we don't want you on. That's fair, so Homer. So I thought, okay. Wow, that's awfully nice of you. Well, he's a team Thank guy. You. Homer's a team guy. So, no, Homer. I'm not a team guy. Okay. All right, so, so since we have this last <laughs> this last time together before we uh, stop yeah. having you on on Are Wednesdays. Are you guys decided you're going to ban me? Am I going to no, no longer no. be on Wednesday? No, you, you're. Wow. You're a versatile cat. You can. Well, there's other things we can mind, talk that's about. Fine. I appreciate having the right to reserve the right to change my mind. So, yeah, you can hook me. Are you? You said you think Goody is fine with whatever happens. That's been yes. your position for a while, right? Yep. 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 Do you? Do you still believe that, or do you believe it's he has a preference for one thing and he'll tolerate the other? Because, yeah, again, reading between yeah. the lines, it felt like he kind of wants to move on, didn't it? Um, yeah, I guess. I, I Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, I think he, he thinks first of the team. The team will be better this year if Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback instead of Jordan Love. That's all. He also accepts that. Well, uh, I want to talk some more about Jordan Love, which I know does not violate your policy. Now that we've gotten a warning... And we're going to take a break. And I also would like you to explain to me, as much as I love you, and as much as I appreciate Al McGuire, our mutual friend John Kerry, who was you know, on the bench during those wonderful times of Coach McGuire's era, um, at what point does 1977 become Old Testament? We'll explore that as well with Uncle Homer, along with some Jordan Love conversation. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Whatever you do, make sure you do it right. Whatever Continuing with Uncle Homer, who has graciously held off on his ban of Aaron Rodgers' talk. On this show until... You really think that Homer and Tony, 2-4, to four, is going to go two hours I want to see. Today, two hours find tomorrow, out. two hours on Friday, and not discuss the fact that this scenario is playing out? You really believe that he'll do that, Jason? Uh, I am skeptical that he'll be able to do that. I would agree. Uh, especially since Aaron Rodgers did... I mean, he didn't speak today. It became available today, but he did speak on the Aubrey Marcus uh, 
podcast. Uh, but Homer, before we get to Jordan Love, um, at what point? And and you know what? Wait a minute. You just said I'm lying, and now you just want to move on. No, I'm no, skeptical. I'm not skeptical. No, 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 no. I won't be able to do it. Yeah, we're what? skeptical. No, yeah, we're both no, skeptical. That's not. That's not lying. No, we're being. Skeptical. I don't question that it is your goal to not discuss it. I am questioning whether you can execute that effectively. That's different than accusing you of lying, like you do to your kids. I believe you want to. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. That's oh, your intent. Okay. I just don't Got think it. you're capable. Yeah, okay. I guess that's better. I'm not sure how much. but. Um, so before we uh, talk more about Aaron Rodgers and before the ban takes effect, um, at what point, if Marquette does not win the national championship, championship this year, and they're sixth ranked, uh-huh. they have a great opportunity under Shaka Smart. At what point do we have to start putting 1977 in your Old Testament? Excellent question. Thank and you. Uh, of note, because uh, the 82 Brewers are still very highly thought of. They had some, uh, I think, recognition. So as long as nobody else wins one, the last one we talked about. Now, of course, the Big Ten has helped out greatly because nobody from the Big Ten has won a national title in over 20 years. No one. Just can't um, help yourself. Um, now... I do feel bad. I, I will forever believe, and this will irritate Marquette fans, that Wisconsin should have won the national title when Duke got all the calls in the second half. And had they won, then there would be little discussion about Marquette because someone would have accomplished it since. Um, they get screwed by the officials, and as a result, Bo Ryan is still not in the Hall of Fame, which is equally pathetic. But that's the way it works, as you've learned I'm I'm not surprised you brought it up, but understanding the Brewers, then this is nothing different than the way it is with the Brewers. As example, the Milwaukee Bucks. It was what year until Giannis won another one? 1971. Yes, and so 71 had lasted fine, still talked about and brought up. Not anymore because there's something more recent. So, um, okay. I would assume that Marquette will win before Wisconsin because if your entire conference can't win, it's tough to believe in one of the – how many schools are in the Big Ten now? 20? Um, uh, six, 14 right. with 16. It's amazing. Two more coming. Many of those schools won a national title before they got to the Big Ten. Well, no, Incredible. once UCLA comes, we get all those championships. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, we know one thing. Once they get in, they won't be winning anymore. So – John Wooden was why a Purdue guy. That, why do you think that is? Uh, two combinations. It's always about coaching. That's by far the most important thing because coaching determines coaching and the players you recruit. And so you'd have to say, and they've gotten into the championship game a number of times, so they've been a little bit unlucky. But, yeah, the answer would be the players haven't been good enough. So we're not paying enough to get the players? Is that what you're saying? I don't believe that was the case in the past. It could become the case now since, of course, everybody's getting players. By the way, the, the, it's funny you bring that up because I really am interested in talking to the football coach at Wisconsin, Luke Pickett, because nobody has asked him the most important question and what should have been the first question. Clearly, the first thing you were told at Wisconsin and the only reason you considered Wisconsin is because you were told that they have name, image, and likeness money equal the top Big Ten schools like Ohio State and Michigan. There is no way 
he didn't ask that or his agent didn't ask that first. And there's no way that isn't the most important question to get an answer to before you consider Wisconsin. At some point, someone will ask him. Nothing else matters. No way he thinks about Wisconsin for 30 seconds unless he gets that answer immediately. And guaranteed, if he didn't ask it, it was probably his agent. Which means Wisconsin take time and could win a national title. All right, Homer, before we let you go. Yes. If we could talk about the other Packers quarterback briefly. Sure, how, yeah. How convinced are you? And by the way, are you going to talk about him on today's show from 2 to yeah. 4? Oh, yeah. Tony? That's part of the deal is I think we're just going to, I mean, this, this. yeah, we could talk about him all with oh, totally. Yes. How convinced are you of the authenticity of Goody's thoughts on how great he seems to think or at least is saying Jordan Love is and how much progress he's made. He's still got to prove it. You know, he's still got to play. But the shift in tone of his commentary on Jordan Love in the last uh, six to eight months, how convinced are you that that's authentic? Well, I'm going down because I have stated from the beginning that the analysis of the draft has been mispresented from the beginning. That that Goody really liked him or his scouts and he was too good to pass up late in the first round, given the little. They didn't know, but they couldn't pass him up, thinking that with Rodgers at quarterback, they're never going to get a chance for a quarterback of this caliber picking that late in the first round, and that's why they took him. So he has been a huge believer of a controversial quarterback, even at that time. Many people really liked him after his junior year, and many had lost faith in him. So I believe he has been a huge believer in Jordan Love. That's why he took him in the first place. And you know this, GMs aren't going to change much. He might have thought maybe he was, he believed too much in him, but the recent play of Love just reinforces his belief on him and why he took him, uh, because he was too good a talent to pass up at that time, even though Goody had no idea when he would play for the Packers. But and if I'm wrong on that theory, then I could certainly be wrong on this. But uh, I have held firm to that at the beginning, and we'll always believe that. Mm. Well, we will soon find out if things play out the way some on the panel believe, just how good he is. Homer, I'll talk to you at 2.15. I look forward to not talking about Aaron Rodgers with you. Oh, that's right. I hadn't thought about you. Because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> your forward- segment... Wow. So, so, so how you're going to have to revise your position, perhaps. No, 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 no. Hey, you break uh, down just, Kenny no. Clark's recon, reconstructed contract and debauch. I mean, there's other stuff. No, I mean, the reality is in some cases we'll just have to cancel the segment. But I think oh, we have sponsors. Well, and... Vacation for J-Dub. Sweet. 215, I, wide I will, open. We will, we will have, uh, Tony and I, Tony, uh, we will have 15 minutes to, to uh, look ahead at that. And, again... There may be some decisions that I don't control, mm. but yes, that sounds Jason, like a total cop out. That's what that sounds like. Jason, if Jason is segment is on, there will be no discussion of Aaron Rodgers during that time. But <clears throat> I guess I don't have any say in my own segment. Just like you I decided, you had a say I I, in your I segment on our away, show. 
Well, no, I realize that that's why I'm hesitant to say it for sure. I wanted to give away my money, my own money on my show, our show, and they told me I couldn't. So anything's possible. All right. Well, we'll all being told we'll, what to do. We'll all find out together at 2.15. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, bye. That is Steve the Homer True. You do hear him each weekday, 2 to 4, with Tony Smith on ESPN Milwaukee, whether they're talking about Aaron Rodgers or not. We'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour with a note from a Schwann's staffer. We'll get more information on the great ice cream sandwiches in two minutes. It's Wilde and Tausch.